welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Chapter 11. A Flash of Recognition. Read by Martin Redfern. The author, who wishes to remain anonymous, received his PhD in South Asian studies at a major East Coast university. His training is in the history of Indian religions and intellectual history. He is currently an assistant professor at a university in the West. The main awakening event of my life was rooted in relationship. As a seven-year-old boy, I had the good fortune to find myself in the presence of the teacher in a tradition that fans back across multiple lineages that all emphasise the centrality of the guru-disciple relationship. Most predominantly, Vedanta, Bhakti and classical Tantra. Upon being introduced to the teacher, she turned to me and gazed intently into my eyes. A powerful moment of recognition flashed between us. Years later, at the age of 19, I experienced a series of tragic events that culminated in something like a dark night of the soul. In the wake of that ordeal, I began attending the local meditation centre for the same teacher I had encountered as a child. Sitting formally in meditation for the first time, I noticed waves of luminosity dance in my inner vision, and as I watched the light, my mind became tranquil. Encouraged by this and other initial experiences, I began attending retreats at the main ashram of the lineage of that teacher, and offering selfless service. Through the practice of selfless service, I noticed the development of a new sense of inner confidence and self-respect, and discovered what has become a lifelong inquiry, the power and potential of discipleship. In the course of participating in a few meditation retreats and workshops, I began to experience surges of love and ecstasy, and abiding wonder at the simple fact of existence, and an ardent longing for inner freedom. During the summer of my twenty-third year, these and other momentums culminated in a spontaneous inner initiation on the birthday of that teacher whom I now recognised as my guru. At the conclusion of a collective practice of textual recitation, the lights in the hall dimmed and we sang a devotional chant set to a particularly evocative classical Indian melody. I remember being surprised by how relaxed and comfortable I was in that space as the chant started. Though I was in a hall with hundreds of people and a spiritual master sitting before me, somatically and psychologically it was as if I was relaxing in my living room on a Sunday morning. As the chant unfolded, I casually watched my guru sing. I noticed that she was giving her entire self to the chant and to the reality it invoked. 
and in that act of giving herself nothing was held back. She was giving absolutely everything. I had never witnessed anyone give like that. I had never seen such total love before in my life. As soon as this recognition dawned, constricting knot in my heart, which I was not previously aware of, unravelled. One after another, massive waves of bliss started to rise through my being. In this outpouring of bliss, I became aware of my own deepest self, the very core of my being, and realised with utter clarity its true value. I simultaneously became viscerally aware, by contrast, of the way I had treated my own self throughout my entire life, and how utterly misguided and painful that self-conception had been. Tears began rolling down my face. The awakening experience was an explosion of love, the unleashing of indescribable bliss, and a recognition of inestimable value of my own essential nature. Later the same day, this new revelation continued to unfold. During the afternoon festivities in the Guru's birthday celebration, I became possessed by an unbounded devotion and lost all inhibitions and normal self-consciousness. I marvelled as an intoxicating love that knew no boundaries expanded, swallowing up all my conventional notions of self and world. At the conclusion of the celebration, I encountered a young man who I had just met for the first time, and marvelled as wave after wave of love for him flowed through me. With a great force, this love was radiating from the centre of my body. The only reference point I had for this experience was falling in love romantically for the first time, but the magnitude was a million times more powerful, with no explicit connection to any one person or source. The next day, during a chant, I became powerfully absorbed in each round of singing, and when I silently listened to the call of the lead chanters, my thinking mind disappeared completely. Then, when it was time to sing, I would move from that silence and merge with the sound of the chant, and as soon as the response ended, my mind again disappeared. For the entire duration of a thirty-minute chant, I did not have a single thought, only an immersion in the sound punctuated by total stillness. Immediately after, while marvelling at this new experience, I set out for a walk around a lake on the ashram property. As I did, my awareness began to open out naturally in all directions. The boundary of my self-sense was no longer limited to my body. All the objects in my field of vision, the lake, hillside, the trees, were vividly clear, and I experienced them as shining inside me. This enlargement of my awareness persisted for four hours. Overall, the most important transformations of these awakening experiences have been a constant sense of trust in life itself and an affinity with the beauty of the whole. 
I have also noticed an expanding receptivity to the profound pain and tragedies of life, and have continued to endeavour to not become numb to that dimension of reality. The transformation also precipitated a career change, from running a small business to pursuing a PhD in Sanskrit and Indian religions, and now teaching, researching and writing as a professor in that field. This experience and the process of transmission from a living teacher both animate many of the research questions I am currently pursuing in the history of Indian religions. A final anecdote. While consolidating my dissertation topic a few years into my PhD programme, my advisers invited me to present some of my initial research in a public talk at the university. What was interesting about the event is that many friends from the local meditation community attended the event, as well as the faculty on my dissertation committee and academic friends and colleagues. As I read the talk, while I was carefully explicating the liberating vision of the philosopher and the mystic who was the subject of my doctoral research, I made eye contact with a dear friend and fellow practitioner in the audience. As I shared the quintessence of the view, his eyes widened in recognition and wonder, and as they did, the entire field of my vision was suddenly flooded with light. After a brief pause, I continued the task of delivering my talk, but my perceptual field was now completely altered. The paper I read from, the podium in front of me, all the bodies in the room and the entire space was saturated with a blazing radiance, and the boundaries between people and objects were but a faint outline. I remember looking out at my advisers, sitting attentively, and seeing this exquisite light enveloping them. Thankfully, I remained calm and focused and completed the talk gracefully. Before going to sleep that night, I reflected on the experience. I had the thought, Maybe I didn't choose to write a dissertation on this particular luminary of medieval India. Maybe he chose me. As soon as I posed this question, a bolt of energy shot up my back, into my head, and my entire being was filled with a benevolent, energetic current that seemed to resound with a yes. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode. Thank you.